Welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast. I'm your host, Deepak Sharma, and on this podcast, I chat with leaders from all walks of life to discuss their journey, the lessons they've learned, and advice they have so we can all level up our health, wealth, and happiness. You see, I'm obsessed with the idea that we should be striving to realize our potential with the one life that we have. Let's not overcomplicate it because it's not that deep. Before I get into today's guest introduction, I've got to tell you guys about a new project that I've been working on behind the scenes. So since I started this podcasting journey, I've been getting tons of messages from friends asking me questions like, what kind of equipment do you use in your podcast? How do you land such awesome guests? And how do you grow your podcast? And so many more. Well, luckily for anybody who's ever wondered these things, I have a new course coming out called Podcast Foundations. You can head over to www.podcastfoundations.com today to be notified of when everything will be ready to go. I really appreciate any support on this venture as I aim to keep this podcast free for all my listeners. This week's guest is Kevil Shah, who is an expert on all things search engine optimization, or SEO for short. Kevil is a true entrepreneur with a really interesting story. He went from building websites and blogs just for fun to learning everything he needed to know about SEO to start doing it for clients on the side. After dropping out of college and working at what seemed like a great job at the time at an SEO agency, Kevil realized that the 9 to 5 just was not for him and quit to create his own agency. He's now running an extremely successful business, bringing in well over 40,000 US dollars per month, which is what he was making in a year before. We had an incredible podcast talking about SEO, mindset, investing in yourself, when to take the entrepreneurship leap, and so much more. This is just the beginning for my friend Kevil, and so make sure to follow him on Twitter at SEO Kevil to see for yourself. Now I have something to ask you if you're listening to this. Do you want to play a part in It's Not That Deep becoming one of the top podcasts in Canada and even the world? Well, you can actually help more than you think, and it'll cost you no more than a minute of your time. Head over to Apple Podcasts on your iPhone, or if you don't have an iPhone, just go to a desktop, find It's Not That Deep podcast, and leave a rating and review. You have no idea how much this can help the podcast reach new listeners. Enjoy today's episode, and just remember, It's Not That Deep. Kevin, welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, brother. Hey, man, thanks for having me. It's great to have you on, man. We've been trying to schedule this for a little while now. Uh, I'm glad we could finally make it happen. I think this is going to be an epic show. Yeah, dude, I think so too. It's going to be fun. 100%, man. So giving people a little bit of background of how I know you, uh, we're both in this uh, program called CAPE, uh, which is stands for uh, Client Acquisition immersion program. I never liked the name of it, but it is, it, it is a <laughs> yeah. great, uh, it is a great like community. Uh, shout out to Ryan and Ben. They're doing a great job with that. And I've seen tremendous growth for myself in, in being a part of that. But I think I, I followed you on Twitter even before I, I had uh, anything to do. Oh, yeah. with it. So this just goes cool. to show that you've carved out this really cool, um, niche and and skill and you've turned this into your full-time business which is seo so let's uh let's uh let's take people back uh through that journey a little bit of how you even got into the seo space what the hell is seo and how you're crushing it now yeah sure so i mean like when i was younger i would say probably like back in middle school actually like way back back um i like i had this fascination with websites um I remember like using uh, Windows Notepad, like that Notepad application. I was like, I used to code like my own websites and stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I thought it was so cool. 
that you could have like kind of your own space on the internet where you could publish stuff and pretty much anybody could read it. So, um, you know, I had that fascination. I remember um, I was talking to some of my buddies at the time about like building a website. We're like, wouldn't it be so cool to, to start up a website and then just like just post just anything really. Like we didn't really have it too flushed out. We just wanted, we just wanted that spot. Of, we just wanted our, our own spot on the internet. Right. Um, and so I, I remember we were talking, we're like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't even know how to, how to buy a domain or set that up. Like we, we were clear, we were in middle school. Right. So, but then we found out that you can actually get a free WordPress blog off of WordPress where it's just like a domain name dot wordpress.com. Yeah. So as soon as we found that out, which is a few clicks, you can set up like your own free website. We just kind of went to town with it. I mean, I remember like just, cause I mean, middle school me was really into like stuff like Halo and like RuneScape and like Call of Duty and stuff like that. So we're like, we were building blogs That's all so about, cool. all about that kind of stuff. Um, and it was like, a, it was a really fun to like do that with friends. Uh, but I remember getting to a certain point with that stuff where it was just like, all right, we keep publishing all this stuff. Now, I guess it's it's worth considering that we were like 12 years old. So our content wasn't great, right? Like it was like, there was like no, no uh, spell check or anything like that. But still, we, we weren't getting any, any traffic. So I was trying to figure out, I'm like, so what, what do we do? How do, how do you generate traffic to a website? Um, and then so I just started... I just went to Google, right? I mean, what else, what else do you do at that point? Like, I don't know. At this point, I don't know their coaches out there. I don't know about courses. Like, I don't even actually, you know, back then this was probably around 20, I know 2008 or 2009, I think, or probably, no, actually before that, 2007, maybe. Um, But at that point, like nobody, like SEO was pretty new. I mean, there are people who blogged about it, but there wasn't that many resources out there. So I remember coming across a site called like problogger.net or something like this. I think it was problogger.net and like Seth Godin had a blog at the time. Right, um, right. And I was just this reading everything I did. Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he's big time. Um, but I remember reading his stuff like way back then. And then that's when I kind of came across this concept of SEO, which is, you know, it stands for search engine optimization. Um, and it's basically kind of like, it's the marketing process of basically just trying to manipulate your site to rank within Google search results um, so that you can actually, you know, generate inbound traffic for free. Um, so we started doing that, started trying to practice SEO on those sites. Um, and I mean, if I failed a lot, <laughs> most of the sites I built didn't work, right? Like it was like, I would do SEO and I was like, uh, okay, well it's still not getting in traffic. So I would try new things, try new things. I mean, to tell you how bad I was in the beginning, I didn't figure out what a keyword was until like three years into the process. I didn't know about optimizing a page for a keyword for so long. It was just like, I mean, I, we'll get into like the, like kind of the nitty gritty of, of all what all that stuff is, but like <laughs> it was, I was bad in the beginning. That's like the basics. That's um, like, that's like the one one Oh one. Like if you had yeah, an SEO course today, that would be like the first, one of the first things you learn. But what, yeah. what, kill, what kills me about that story is the, the RuneScape and the Halo man. Cause like that, <laughs> it's that, still I, up if you want to see it. <laughs> honestly man we might link that below just for sure oh boy <laughs> <laughs> but uh but hey, yeah it's no like show. We'll do it. That, that kills me because um you know i i never built websites for like from scratch i used to use those like website builders and but mm. like you know things were already kind of like it was so easy. You just drag and drop a bunch of, I think it was called like Pixo or some shit like that, where you would just like mm-hmm. put a bunch of photos on a website and it was like, yeah, edgy. Like, yeah, man, look at me, like my cool website. And uh, no, it just, it just kills me that it was like, it was like Halo and RuneScape, like just the most like, <laughs> like 12 year old things. Like, like I, I, I love that. I love right. that. What but, else do you write about? Right? Like you're, you're 12 years old. You come back from school. It's the weekend. You 
you probably finally play Xbox because your parents won't let you play on the weekdays. So it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know what else to write. But I remember just being pumped to write about that stuff. I was like, oh, this is so cool. I'm going to have like a RuneScape blog or a Halo blog and everyone's yeah. going to know who I am and like <laughs> how to get rune armor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I remember getting like my first Xbox and it was like, it was the, it was like the Halo edition. So it was like with, with the oh, first yeah. Halo game and I was I so that. pumped, man. I'm like, this is the best game ever. This is like, I, this is all I want to do in my life. But uh, yeah, no, we had to, I guess, move on and do uh, bigger, better things. But getting back to the SEO then, what was kind of the next step then taking it like one step further from like just kind of a hobby, just teasing it mm -hmm. out, just kind of looking into stuff to like, yo, let me go deep into this. Let me figure out all everything there is to know about SEO. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, when it came to those blogs, like at first, like, cause I was failing a lot with those blogs, right? It wasn't really working out for me too well. Um, so I, I realized that I, like I had to get a proof of concept first that I knew it worked because I remember my parents were getting really mad at me for doing all this blogging stuff because like, they didn't know what it was. They're like, why are you wasting your time building all these websites? Like you're not doing anything with it. Like it, this is stupid. Focus on your schoolwork. Right. Um, but I eventually ended up writing like a television blog that ended up getting like this is like this was when I was in high school um, and I wrote it and I like used all my like SEO knowledge that I'd acquired at that time and I published this blog um, and it ended up getting like over six million views in like three years and I got I monetized it like I, th I threw ads on it and stuff so that it was uh, making about one to two thousand dollars a month for me like just passively in high school so I think that's when my parents saw it and they were like, oh, wow. Okay. So you can make money <laughs> off this thing. So you're, I guess you're not wasting your time totally. Right. Um, so then at that point, that's when I knew that that's kind of what I wanted to do. Um, so I guess to answer your question, like the way I kind of segued into it was I uh, basically just, I mean, to be honest at this point, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Right. Like, I mean, if I'm being very honest, like I went to college thinking that I wanted to do computer science. Um, but the truth is, I sucked at it. I sucked at computer science. I'm like probably the worst programmer ever. Um, and it's not going to change. I, I could practice all day long, but it's just not for me. Um, so I remember in college, like I was like trying to find like internships for computer science, but I couldn't get any because my grades sucked so much. And I just wasn't a good coder because like I'd go to all these like, like uh, these internship fairs and they'll be like, Hey, like we just need, yeah, as long as you have like a three O GPA or something like that, like, or like, I think it was like a three, five or three, three O. And I was like, Oh boy, I am screwed. Like I wasn't a very good student. I was like, I was good in like, like grade school and stuff like that. But in college I was awful. Um, so then what I did was I was just like, well, I have like this skill SEO. I know how to do a little bit of digital marketing. Like I can't get an internship for, uh, you know, computer science or at least, uh, like I'd have to try really, really hard to, to land something good. Um, so I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to start doing internships for, for digital marketing and SEO. And so what I did was I went on this site called, what was it like internships.com or something like, yeah, it was internships.com. And basically <laughs> like, it was just like, it was essentially Upwork. Okay. Like it was just these people who were just hiring interns for like really cheap and so it was no like it wasn't like real internships it was just like you would just these companies like these startups basically would be like hey yeah we just need someone to do seo for us so like i'll pay you like 15 bucks an hour to do seo and i was like all right whatever let's do it at least i'll make some money so i would just basically round up as many of those guys as i could and i would just build them all like 20 to 30 hours a week so like technically my build hours would be like 100 100 hours a week which i didn't work that because no. I, I, I 
I could do all that stuff fast. So I, that's how I started getting experience working with, with clients kind of early on in college. Um, and it was a really easy way to make money. Like I would make, you know, sometimes like 10 K over the course of the summer, just like sitting at home. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Um, man. Yeah, it was, it was cool. But then at the same time, I wasn't sure if I was doing things right because, you know, everybody else is getting these like really crazy internships with like Deloitte and like, Oh yeah. I remember that man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like really. everyone's like, Oh yeah, well I'm working at this, uh, this, uh, software company this manufacturing company this this big oh, yeah. fortune 500 company i'm like what they're like what did you do this summer and i was like well yeah i just kind of like freelance a little bit and yeah. uh, i mean i made some money but it's not it wasn't like these uh these big companies that um all these these guys in college with like you know good grades and stuff were getting so it didn't like feel great but yeah. it was kind of the best i could do at the time but i think that experience i mean it was pretty much instrumental in getting me to where i'm at today that's awesome, man. I love I love a story yeah. like that where it's like you have this skill. It's like you're just like, man, I, I'm, I guess I'm good at this. Might as well do this thing. But yeah, we're still so, I don't want to say conditioned, but we're so like, yeah, conditioned by society that it's like you need that prestigious job at Deloitte or, you know, where I'm from, like, yeah, yeah it's those like big four, like consulting or like uh, accounting firms, you know, or like a, a government job or we have Shopify like headquarters where I'm from. Yeah. So it was always like super cool to me when I was in uni that would be like, Oh, like I'm working at this sick startup. Like they, they feed us lunches and like, it's like a really cool yeah. vibe at the office. I'm like, man, that sounds kind of sick, but I still have no idea like what I want to do. And my grades yeah. aren't amazing. And like, but these people, like you realize that these people were not being paid mm -hmm. shit and they're all competing for these entry level positions that were mm -hmm. like, like, dog shit pay like if you're being completely honest like you were already mm -hmm. making more than them doing like what you were doing almost mm -hmm. so yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it was but see i think that's when you talk about being like conditioned right it, like you're so right about that because i might have been making double what some of these guys were making at their like internships at deloitte or whatever but it still didn't feel right <laughs> you know something so it didn't it didn't feel right i was like yeah. um, i'm not i'm screwed it up you know what i mean there's, um, there's a certain like, amount of prestige. I don't know yeah. what, like that has been drilled into people's minds that you need that position, that title yeah, and, and be on a track. Like fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a track. No, you're right. It's a track. It's yeah. like, um, you know, be, like, cause it, when people are getting these internships, right. And these big jobs, it is a track. Like you get on this track and you, and you can project your future. You can say, okay, if I really put in the work in like five years, I'm going to have this title and then this salary and another five years, if I kiss my boss's ass a little bit more, I'll have this salary and this. Yeah. And then maybe I could buy that BMW that I always, yeah. maybe I could start paying down <laughs> right, some of that, exactly. that debt that I just put myself in for four years to have yeah. a chance at getting one of those jobs. Like yeah. the whole, the whole thing is fucked. Like for me, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So, naturally I went to business school. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so business school taught me absolutely nothing about business. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, you know, I guess I did learn a couple of things along the way, but I just remember, man, like I, I did like my specialization was international um, business, like international like business management. And I'm just like, what does this even mean? Like, I don't think like, what does that even mean? So, mm -hmm. but when it came to like the job market and like going to compete for all these jobs gpa wasn't it like didn't yeah. really know like ah what should i really like do with my life right yeah. but 
you like i don't know it's i i actually think that if i hadn't gone to university and i instead like just itched some of those things that i know i'm kind of good at or like just pursued that i would have learned 10 times more than business school just fucking mm -hmm. up and running a business and something really important that you mentioned was like your early blogs and like or the things that you were kind of learning about seo you had like no idea what you were doing kind of like you mm -hmm. you knew the basics you know kind of what to do to get results but it's not like you had a formal education on seo you're just like i can learn this thing i could do this thing and i can help people do it i'm just going to mm -hmm. do it more and get like that education that way so that's a yeah. beautiful thing man yeah thanks man it's uh it's it's kind of it's it's strange because i mean so we'll talk about like a little bit on twitter right it's like people like come to me and they're just like hey can you teach me seo or can you teach me this like how do i do this how do i do that and i'm just like bro just use google <laughs> like if you really want to learn that bad there are an infinite number of resources on the internet that you can use. And it just shows that these guys don't want it that bad, right? Because right. if you're really interested in this stuff, because I didn't do it for the money, right? Like I started this stuff because I was interested in it. And that's what allowed that interest. It was a hobby, right? That interest allowed me to, you know, get to the level I'm at with it right now. But like, if you're not that interested in it, if you're looking to try to learn it just to cash out, just kind of cash out, because like it can be pretty lucrative, right? When you're working with some of these companies, um, it's not going to work, right? If you're just going to, if, if you can't even just do a Google search and you're relying on someone, because when, when people DM me on, on Twitter, like they're just looking for kind of attention a little bit. They're just looking for that response. They kind of want that dopamine hit a little that bit dopamine where like hit. I give them the roadmap, right? And they're like, oh, wow, this is all I have to do. I can see I'm clearly now. <laughs> yeah, like I'm good. Like that, that's all yeah. it is. So well, it's I, like I think you brought up a really big point there, man. It's like a lot of people on, you know, on social media and, you know, who are just browsing all day, they're looking for the answer. They're looking for the quick fix, mm -hmm. the easy solution to get from here to here in whatever fast. And yeah. This is why I think a lot of these courses and people selling courses are so successful is that all you like, I mean, like not to discount any, all the work leading and, and experience leading up to creating a course, but you know, all you've done is just taken your knowledge from all these sources, mainly Google <laughs> and, and, and experience and, and put yeah. it in an easy to digest um, format for people so that they don't have to google things that's really what these courses boil down to it's like ah, uh, yeah. like like for me specifically like when i started my podcast i had no idea um what kind of equipment to buy or like how what an rss feed or like anything to mm -hmm. do with a podcast i was just like yeah i think it'd be cool like like just how hard can it be right but then yeah. I just fucking went on YouTube and just taught myself a bunch of things. It's not yeah. rocket science. It's super it's, simple. It's like, it's so easy, right? Just, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what annoys me so much. It's like, if you, again, I mean, I, I'm kind of repeating what I already said, but it's like, if you really want to learn this stuff, like you can learn it right now. You don't need me to DM you an entire roadmap. Like, first of all, I'm not going to because I don't have time to. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, but it is what it is. That's just, that's how people are. You know, like you said, people are, people are always going to look for the quick fix. They're going to look for the get rich quick guide. Um, and that's why these courses that people sell, that's why they're so profitable and lucrative, right? Because like the way people sell these courses is that they like, they sell you on the dream, right? They don't really sell you too much on like the knowledge itself the course provides you, but they're just like, Hey man, like if you learn the skill, like you'll never have to work for anyone again. Like you'll be on, 
you'll be on yachts, you'll be in Cancun, you won't have a boss, you'll wake up yeah. whenever you want, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's just not, it's not really the case all the time because this stuff requires hard work. Like they, they sell it like once you buy it, you're good. And so like people buy it and they all, like when people buy these courses, I feel like they, they feel the result right then and there. And so they don't feel the need to put in the work because they bought the course. Like yeah. as inaccurate as that is, that's just how people feel. Yeah. Um, so I used to be like that, man. I, I yeah. used to be like that. I used to, you know, think that, you know, there's the solution is behind this course. Like I just gotta, you know, I just gotta buy this thing and everything's going to figure itself out. You know, when you're, I think it really comes down to self-awareness really, man. If you don't know what you want and someone's selling you, a dream or an idea mm -hmm. on like what you think you want, mm -hmm. dude, it's like, it's a no brainer. Take my money. And I, I've been there. So like, I, I don't want to completely like talk down on it because it's a very normal thing. Right. But yeah. it's, I think it comes down to having a little bit of self-awareness and it's like, mm -hmm. okay, why do I want this course? Mm -hmm. Why do I want this result? And like, why do I want, these things how is that going to make me feel like who do i have to become to do these things so that kind of stuff it's very interesting man and like i haven't always like thought this way and so i i do empathize and, and I, I get it for a lot of people mm -hmm. but it's like if, if there's anything i could suggest to someone who's just like in that situation where it's like i don't really know what i want to do and you know i think i'm interested in this thing well then like go taste it Go figure yeah. out as much yeah. as you can without buying a single course. Just go and taste it. And like, if you find yourself continually going back to this thing, okay, then maybe get like a formalized like course or something on it and then build on that and then, and use it. But like you said, the dopamine hit, man, I bought courses before where you feel like you already won. I'm like two modules yeah. deep yeah. and I don't even care anymore. I'm like, oh fuck. Like I don't even want to finish this thing. <laughs> and so like yeah you know it's, it's like no one really wins except the person who made the fucking courts <laughs> yeah, like what do you think the success rate is for these courses it's probably like one percent of people actually like get anything out of it like yeah. it's just it's it's kind of a mess and honestly like i mean i don't know if you know but i was supposed to launch my course today like that was that was like that was something i was supposed to do um and so just like a little bit of background so like i never wanted to really create a course i'm just not i don't give a shit about selling info products and stuff like that i kind of have my core business that i'm focused on but like dude i get so many people dming me every day trying to like say like hey can you mentor me or hey do you have a course or hey can you teach me seo blah 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 um so about a year ago i started like a mentorship um where i basically just like mentored kids for like 200 bucks a month or something like that um and so in the mentorship people i created a course and i gave people access like one-on-one -on -one access to me um and like it got to a point where like we had like i had a lot of people in the mentor i think i had like 30 people in the mentorship at one point um and it was like it was it was fun it was fun to teach the people but i just got tired of it dude like i'm not i'm not a teacher um you know i wanted to focus on my core business which was you know working with clients and so eventually i got to a point where i was just like okay i can't do this anymore so i stopped marketing it i stopped bringing people in i let the people in it stay for as long as they wanted and eventually people started trickling out um and then, so I, I basically had this course that I'd already created and I was just like, like, all right, whatever, like, I'll just keep it and maybe one day I'll sell it. Um, and then like about like a couple weeks ago, um, I won't get into why I decided to sell it, but like, it was basically like, it was 
something I was just going to do. I was just like, all right, I'm going to sell this course. Um, so I got it ready. I got it like proofread and stuff like that. I, I paid to get like an email marketing campaign set up for the course, like all this, put in all this work to get it like all set up. And then a couple days ago I was sitting there writing, writing like the copy for the sales page for the course. Um, and I was sitting there and I realized I was doing the exact same thing <laughs> that I complained about, which is people using courses to kind of sell the dream. I was selling, I was basically just like, okay, what did SDA do for me? Okay. I quit my job. I make money by myself. You know, I don't have a boss. I wake up whenever I want. I pretty much just do whatever I want. Um, and it's, it's awesome. So I was like basically selling that dream and I was like, hold up. 99% of people are not going to succeed. Like, come on, you know this, you spent 10 years. I was telling myself like you spent 10 years learning this thing. These guys are not going to learn. These guys are not going to succeed. So I, I stopped. I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't sell. I can't sell this thing. Like I don't even care about the money that much. I'm not going to be another guy that just tries to sell, sell the dream. You know what I mean? Through, through some bullshit course right i mean i think the course is good but it, i mean you know the courses they they require a lot of effort on you know obviously the buyers and to to see results so it's, it's not just you right like i can make but, the best course ever but it doesn't mean people are going to succeed with it so i just didn't i just didn't sell it <laughs> i was just like hey guys sorry i'm not selling the course um and basically instead i said that i would just open up like boot camps where i would mentor kids so that's something i'm still kind of like toying with i probably will do it a couple times but Basically with that, it's like I give people a course, but then I work with them one-on-one. -on -one. It's kind of like the mentorship, but it's a little more structured. Uh, but I feel like if I can work with these guys and like give them some guidance too with it, then they could actually succeed. So rather than selling the course and like selling it to like, I don't know, like hundred people or something, make however many, however much money, um, I could work with like five people at a time individually to make sure they actually get results. And I think that is actually worthwhile in my opinion for me personally than just selling some bullshit course and being like hey you know 10 copies left right <laughs> you know, two hours left at this price before it goes up again <laughs> it's like i can't do it man fair enough man and i think it comes back to that self-awareness you know for yourself that you wouldn't feel right doing that because you know that 99% of the people are not going to get results from buying this course. So mm -hmm. you're, I like that you're so long-term about this because mm -hmm. what you're really saying is that my brand actually matters mm -hmm. more in the long run than trying to make a quick buck off yeah. this info product. Like yeah. that, that's essentially what you're saying. And, and it's a really pure thing. And I think like, you know, the, it, it brings you back to kind of Cape, right? How they've done it, where it's like the success of the people in that program is the success of that program mm -hmm. is it, it, that's the future. Like that's, that's, that's kind of, that should kind of be the blueprint of how you have these kind of membership based, like, let me hold your hand a little bit, but I'm not going to do anything for you. And yeah, there's some material, but mm -hmm. it's not actually really that like, like it's not a textbook, how you're going to build your ideal business. Like, like in my opinion, anyways, like I, I, you can't apply everything if you take it word for word from these courses. Like there, there's a lot of variables. There's a lot of different things that apply to different businesses and niches and, and that kind of stuff. Right. But 
I, I really like that you have that self-awareness to be like, you know what? Because we were even talking about this as like as early as last week about the course. Like you kind of were like ready. Like, and I remember you telling people like, this is the day. Like we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I did see your tweets that like, hey, like I'm going to do this boot camp style instead. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I think you're actually going to have like a lot more success and probably a lot yeah. more interest because it's not anymore about the number of units sold. It's like the number of successful students in this program. What better social proof yeah. do you need when like, you know, if you get 50 people signing up for this and like 30 of them create their own SEO career off of this, mm-hmm. dude, you won. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and you're hundred percent right about it. And, and like this business model, I mean, it, I'm kind of stealing Ryan's business model a little bit, Ryan, you know, from Cape. Um, I remember when he launched Cape, uh, it, it wasn't Cape at the time. It was like something else. I mean, it was essentially just like, you know, a Facebook group where he would help people get clients. And his reasoning for that, I remember was just like, you know, people always sell courses and they don't do anything because people get a course and th- th- nothing happens after that. So I was kind of stealing that, that business model for this too. Um, that's even if I do do the bootcamp, to be honest, like I, I'm just, I've just been so busy lately but like the whole idea is just like you want to come i feel like when as like a business owner you want to come from a mindset of like actually trying to help people you know what i mean like if you if you're going at it to try to make a quick buck like it's just not gonna last like i mean if i sell this course like if i'm being honest with myself i could probably make like 30 40 grand off of it but i don't really care about that money because i believe that like if i focus on actually trying to help these people instead uh, the results and then like what comes from that will, will be more beneficial for me in the long run. So and you make a lot more money. I'll make more money. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's not like you're anti-money. Yeah. It's, no, not anti-money, not, not anti-money whatsoever. I'm it, always trying to increase that revenue, but yeah, but at the, you gotta do it right. Not, you gotta not, do it right not at the cost of, you know, your long-term brand like you know i i like that a lot man that you've kind of recognized this and it's actually making the wheels turn for me a lot as well because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm developing a course kind of thing as well but i wanted to go the route of having like a facebook group and having like um building a little bit of a community there as well and having that um availability for people who are like starting and growing their own podcast right yeah. so that's something that like I'm still developing and stuff right now. I'm still figuring things out, but I, I like this kind of mindset because I've always been thinking long game. Like, yeah. like I don't need, like I could go and probably get four or five sponsors for my podcast today, mm-hmm. but I don't need a bunch of protein bars or like <laughs> bullshit sitting around in my apartment. So like to me, I would much rather yeah. not take on sponsors and just focus on building the community, the brand that way. Mm-hmm. And in the long term, I know that's going to pay off because I'm just promoting my own shit, promoting myself. And, uh, you know, that's the route I've decided to go now. But that's not something I'd recommend to everybody. You know, for some mm-hmm. people, you know, making that whatever income a month is like make or break for your podcast. So I'm getting kind of yeah. off off track a bit here, but, um, you know, kind of like switching gears a little bit, but still mm-hmm. talking about uh, kind of some of the same stuff. Let's talk about how you went from uh, working your nine to five to actually mm-hmm. going full time into, um, into your agency business. Yeah, sure. Um, so this was in 2018, I believe. So I ended up dropping out of college. Um, 
reason why I dropped out was I just hated, I just hated learning from the university. I hated taking tests, hated doing the homework. I was learning so much bullshit. None of it really mattered. Um, <laughs> and I remember like, I, I was failing so many classes too, dude, by the end of it, like, oh my God, like I, if I passed, by the end of my college career, if I passed the class, dude, I would throw a party. Like it was crazy. Like I just, I was doing so bad. And like, I got, I got to the point where like, I think my GPA was like a two, two or something like that. Right. Um, and then like, I failed all these classes and I was like, they're like, okay, well you're just going to need one more semester of four classes before you graduate. I was like, no, 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 I'm done. I'm done. I don't care anymore. I'm done. (laughs) So, um, but what kind of, what kind of triggered that was like, so I started like interviewing for positions obviously. Cause at that point I was trying to find a job. I ended up getting the job I wanted. Like I remember a year ago, this, this one FCO agency, they approached me me when I was like a, like a junior or actually no, I was a senior because I, t- I took five years. See, I, I went five years of college. I still didn't graduate. So that's, that's pretty bad. Um, but so I was like, I was a senior, not a super senior um, in this, like uh, this company approached me at, like SEO agency. They're like, Hey, we'd love you to come on board and like work for us. We've seen some of the, some of the work that you've done. Cause you know, at that point, like I didn't like, I, I, I had a lot of experience, you know, doing all those, those little mini internships kind of over, over the course of summers and stuff. So they saw that experience. They saw some of the blogs that I've done. And they were just like, hey, man, yeah, like, definitely come by, interview you. Like, we'd love to possibly hire you. Um, at that point, I was a senior. So I was like, hey, give me one more year and uh, I'll, I'll come on down and, uh, you know, interview with you guys. Um, so at that point, you know, I was a super senior. I still hadn't graduated. And they were just like, hey, you want to come down and interview? And I was just like, yeah, why not? So I went and interviewed and they just gave me the job, like, pretty quick. Like, I, I think I interviewed and, like a day or two later. They called me. They're just like, hey, we want to hire you. Like, let's just get in the books now. So at that point, I was just like, well, I mean, like, A, I hate college, uh, and B, I'm failing all my classes, so it's like, I don't want to do, I, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to, if I keep going right now, like, if I don't take any breaks, like, it's not going to work, um, and then C, I already got the end result, right? What do you go to college for? You, you got to get a job. I already got the job. <laughs> they, they already gave me the job. Um, now, that's not to say that, that like, it's it, they, I was fortunate in this sense because like they, they didn't really care that I didn't have a degree. They were just like, right. whatever. Like, That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, yeah. like a lot of people need that piece of paper to even get in the yeah. door. Right. Yeah. And so I asked them about that. I was like, I mean, this, this was after they hired me. <laughs> so I was just like, Hey, how come you guys, how come you guys hired me without having a degree? I didn't want to bring that up at the beginning. Right. Uh, and then I remember like the, the hiring guy was just like, man, people cheat. Like <laughs> degrees are pointless. Like what do they even mean? Like yeah. <laughs> nobody asked actually gets it like legitimately there's always like some yeah. bs involved so they didn't care and um when i was working that job so it was an seo agency so i got to learn like how professionals did seo so like prior to that right everything was just self-taught i learned it all through google and then i just like kind of did stuff by myself and just try to figure it out and uh, just get better over time but now i had like a legitimate process that i could follow i had professionals like, like i saw how these guys who had been doing SEO for years, how they did it, and also how they managed clients, how they spoke to clients, stuff like that. So I worked that job for about, I think, nine months, and I, I got paid nothing. I got paid, I think I got paid like, I got paid like 40K a year. Like it was, it was a really low salary, but I didn't do it for, for the money. Like uh, when I took that job, at this, this point, I was pretty like full fledged into SEO, right? Because I didn't have a degree or anything. So I was just like, well, I guess I got to, you know, do what I'm best at. I got this skill, so I might as well just try to run with it. So I was just trying to learn as much about SEO as I could, get as good as I could at it. Um, and 
I saw how professionals did it again and uh, learned a lot. And uh, uh, like my SEO game went from like here to here because what it did was like, it didn't really teach me all the elements of SEO. I was pretty much an expert at that going into it, but they taught me how it all came together. They taught me a process to make it all flow. You know what I mean? Um, and I also learned a lot from like these guys who worked there. Like there was this one guy, Michael Williams, um, he was, uh, he, he was one of like, he, there was a lot of college kids, right. That worked there because they, they wanted to hire, hire cheap, but he was a little bit older. Um, and he had been doing SEO for a really long time. And he's like, he was like a genius at it. Okay. And he like taught me everything he knew. Um, and so working with him specifically, rather than just like the agency as a whole, working with him within the agency is what took me to like an entirely different level. Um, but then also dude, like working, working, <laughs> working in an agency sucks too because you're just a cog in a machine you know what i mean like they just they like they get they pay you 40k a year which is nothing and then they they make you work for like 10 to 15 clients like it's crazy and yeah. then the manager the managers aren't great you know like our, my manager didn't even really know seo um and i don't think she, she didn't like me. yeah she didn't like me very much either so it was like kind of difficult <laughs> to work in that environment um i think i was too loud or something i, I don't blame her <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and yeah I just got tired of it and then I, you know what really did it for me I was like it was like Christmas and then we were doing like end of the year reviews and she reviewed me and like she like rated me on all this shit like out of five and she gave me like a three on everything like okay I can understand like some of it but it was just like SEO knowledge three like able to implement SEO three and I was like you don't even know SEO. Like, what? <laughs> like yeah. how can you judge me on how I do my SEO? That pissed to get you. me off. And then, and then um, they gave me a raise. And the raise was like 1%. It was like oh, $400 extra year. And I was just like. That's so the nail of the coffin, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I remember like sitting there like calculating. I was like, okay, 1% raise, $400 a year. How long will it take me to hit six figures at this company? like oh shit i'm gonna be dead by the time i hit six <laughs> figures in this company <laughs> so yeah, yeah um so then i got to the so then then at that point like i didn't really know what i was i mean i knew at that point that i wanted to start trying to find clients right because like i had worked with i'd work with clients um you know with that now, now during this time were you like while you were working were you did you have a couple of side clients like were you already did you already start like as a side hustle like picking hmm. up clients for us like the seo side not yet not yet um because I, I i hadn't figured that out yet i don't think i wasn't i wasn't in like the twitter I, I hadn't created a twitter or any of that stuff yet so i hadn't like had that motivation yet i was still kind of a moron at that time um <laughs> so I, it has so much to do with it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like imagine if you just chose a different social network to like like lean Dude, in I'd on you know just like if you only focused on instagram dude you'd probably still be at that job <laughs> oh my god yeah, oh man i don't even know what i, I probably want to try to get my degree again or something like that i don't even know i don't know what i would have done i, I, I probably can't even get my degree I, I honestly if i if i sign up for some classes right now i'd probably still fail them I'd be, they'd be like telling me to like find like the the curve or something for this crap oh, dude like, i, I, I uh, that I made, Sorry, bro. Mistake, <laughs> I made that mistake. Um, you know, for, for me, like I graduated a couple years ago. I did, I did the four and a half years, not five, but, huh. um, 
you know, I just, I had like a couple of classes left. And so I just fucking, I, it was really tough to do those last few because you just don't <laughs> give a shit, right? Yeah. I barely scraped by, but I just got the piece of paper, made the parents happy, yeah. you know, the whole graduation, all that bullshit. Yeah. And then, um, but, but then I, I just remember like telling myself, I'm never going to go back to school again. I mm-hmm. fuck an MBA, fuck like any, any formal education, never again. I'm just going to pay this debt. And I'm going to be done. Um, yeah. And then dumbass me, like earlier this summer, I, I did this like digital marketing course. And like, this is no like disrespect to the course and like the people who put it together. Like I really did like, like enjoy some of the, like the lessons like I did. I wanted to get a surface level understanding of a lot of different areas of, of digital marketing, which I did get. You know, I, I know how to run the ads now. I just wanted to know what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm talking mm-hmm. to CEOs and stuff on the phone about like Google Analytics yeah. and like, you know, like SEO and all these different things. I just wanted to have like a, at least a basic understanding. And I did get that. But it was like this 10 week intensive course and it didn't have to be. And, and, and in my opinion, like some of the, some of the material was like a little bit of fluff. Mm-hmm. And, and all that to say like, I now vow to never do formal like education again, man. Got that yeah. certificate, whatever, but it's yeah. just not, I could have probably learned more just Googling things and, and going online and just diving into whatever's interesting. But I will say it, it, it was good that it was all kind of in one place, but for the amount uh, that you pay for something like that, it's like, dude, I, I would recommend a lot of people just, just go Google things and just go figure <laughs> it out. It's like, it's the easiest solution that nobody uses for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. A, it, well, I'll tell you the reason, bro. It's, a, it's, it's overwhelming. Like you don't, yeah, know, uh, you're right. You, you're you don't right. know where to yeah. start. Like, like there is yeah. too much information out there. And like, like, you know, you also had to take the like SEO lens off for a second. Cause you probably know how to Google better than the average person based on, you know, <laughs> based, yeah. that's, based on what you know, that's but true. that's, that's not to say it's an excuse for people just not to Google things. But you know, yeah. some, like if I were to just type right now, like how to start a podcast, I'd be inundated with millions of pages of blogs and, and different information on how to start a podcast. And I would just like, if I, if I was not good at filtering through what I need, cause it's a skill. Like, like why do you think young Jamie, Joe Rogan's like audio guy is like the most like well-recognized Googler on the planet. He just knows what to pull up and like before Joe Rogan even says it. So mm-hmm. some people just don't know how to do that. Some people don't even know yeah. how to Google things. And a lot of people don't. So you get inundated with too much information too quick. And you're just like, fuck it. I- I'm going to resort to inaction. I'm just going to do nothing because there's too much. Yeah. So like it comes back to like, you know, be like people need things cleanly filtered and done for them in an in a easy to digest format. That's why the Teachables, the Kajabis, the Gumroads, yeah. all these, they're, they're killing it right now. Because it's just like a creator taking content and their knowledge, organizing it, disseminating it. Boom. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, like it, it is tough. Like I, I, again, I didn't really think about it that way, but there is a lot of content out there. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of good content. There's a lot of bad content. 
Um, and just based off of that, it's you're right. It's tough. It's uh, hard to filter through the noise, bro. Too much. Yeah. 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 And and especially in this social media age that we were living in, where there's just so much information at all times. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how to unplug from that. Not to get too like red pill Twittery here. But, <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of people don't know how to even like turn their phone off and just be alone with their thoughts for a little while. And yeah. that kind of brings me to one of the next uh, topics I wanted to kind of chat with you about is, you know, you're not only just an SEO guy, like you're way more than that. You're, you've, you built a kind of a successful business for yourself and like this kind of stuff. But, and, and I'm sure we're going to circle back to how you've kind of been able to scale that and get clients and everything. But let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about how you've been able to keep your, like your mental focused and your, you know, you've been you know sticking with a workout routine you've been like keeping taking care of yourself let's talk about that a little bit yeah man it's um it's important to get into a routine when you start working for yourself right because like you know when you're when you're at a nine-to-five job um it's the routine is built for you you know you wake up you get there at nine you leave at five you come home you know you eat dinner you watch tv you go to sleep that's it right like that's that's pretty much the routine right when you're working for yourself, there's no one to tell you what to do, right? You can wake up whenever you want. You can go to sleep whenever you want. Like you can do whatever you want with the day. But here's the thing that people won't realize until they actually are working for themselves. When you're self-reliant for yourself for money, your eyes pop open at like 8, 8.30, no matter like how late you went to sleep. And you're just like, oh shit. If I don't put in the work, I'm not going to make any money. <laughs> so that like that, that force is so powerful um, that it, it pushes you to do all this stuff. And I mean, I can only speak for myself. That's what, that's what kind of works for me. But, but um, you know, knowing that there's no, there's no alternative is what pushes me because I don't have a degree, right? Like I have to make this work. I'm not trying to go back and take two more classes. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then based off of what I've done so far, I can't go back to a nine to five job. It's impossible. Like I would hate my life if I had to go back to a nine to five job, it would suck. I would make so much less money. Um, and I would have to work a nine to five. Like, I don't, that's like, this is the best way I can put it. I can't do it anymore. Um, so it's like that, that serves as a really powerful form of motivation. Um, it gets you up early. It gets you working. Um, you know, it's, but then at the same time, like, you know, like you said, there, there are a lot of elements of like mindset that you have to keep, keep kind of uh, top of mind, right? Like, cause when you're working for yourself, um, it can get kind of stressful. Like the work technically doesn't have to end. You could work all day long. Um, I'm finding and, that the hard way now, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you, you have to figure out ways to give yourself breaks. You have to tell yourself, you have to, you have to train yourself to kind of shut off your, your brain every now and then. Um, you have to give, give yourself days off because if you're going hundred percent all the time, you're going to burn out. That was my biggest issue. Uh, when I first got started was because I would work all the time because in the beginning it was a lot of fun. I liked it. I and mean, I still like it. It's still fun. But in the beginning, it was something new, right? So you're, you know, you're working and then, you know, sometimes you work at night and then you work. I mean, I, I sometimes I'll work like 12 hours for a day. Like it would, it would get ridiculous. And I would do that for like, you know, a week or two on end. Um, but you don't realize the impact that has on you when you kind of get out of that, 
you know, two week bender almost. And you're just like, dude, this is great. This is too much. Um, so what I started doing was like, I basically forced myself to stop working now. Like at a certain time, like I give myself a, a frame, time of frame where I'm going to work. But then after that, it's done, right? Like at night, I don't let myself go back, like go back in because it's too easy. Like you can get sucked back in and you can work for, you can keep working for hours and hours because it never ends, right? So it's like, you have to learn to give yourself those breaks and you, you got to give yourself time to go to the gym, you know, eat right. Like it's also important because it all, it all works together, right? If you're, if you're waking up, you're getting started, you're hitting the gym, you're eating right, it's all going to flow and, and you're giving yourself those breaks you're going to be performing way better than someone who is just like hustling 24 seven, you know, like, like we're talking about people who are like, hey, you're supposed to grind all the time, like no fun. Um, if you do that, you're going to burn out. Yep. And this is where, this is what separates like the, like the pretenders from the people who are, who are real. Like we see a lot of pretenders on Twitter, right? Where they're saying like, hustle, Hey, you got to hustle. hustle all the time. Like no Netflix, no TV. Those guys are bullshitting you and they don't, they don't, actually work for themselves because if they did they would know that's not true like it doesn't work that way you can't 24 7 and like just not watch tv and not do this and not do that and like all work no fun you have to be able to do other stuff like that otherwise you're gonna burn out i it's happened to me i've burned out before um I've, this is what i found to help kind of nullify that or cure or, or keep your keep, i guess keep your work schedule sustainable that's how you do it you give yourself breaks um, and you take advantage of the freedom, right? I mean, I don't have some manager yelling at me all the time. I don't, I don't I, like, I don't set an alarm anymore. I just wake up whenever I want. I, I go to sleep whenever I want. Um, you, you give yourself that freedom. You, you, you take advantage of that freedom. Um, and if you can do that, uh, it's a lot easier to kind of keep yourself, keep your mental health in check. Man, incredible. You brought up such amazing points there because I think there are a lot of people selling this, um, idea of the hustle mantra you just have to hustle hustle grind don't stop wake up let's get this bag like what dude yes <laughs> like yes yeah. I, I mean since i've started my business i've i've woken up automatically like all those all those things you said like absolutely like on point right but i saw i saw you tweeted something the other day like someone someone said like why do you have a netflix account and it's like mm -hmm. because i like to watch tv shows <laughs> I also still run a business, eat healthy and work out and yeah. have a social life. You can enjoy entertainment like sports, television and films and still live a well-rounded life. So that's why like, I, I love that tweet so much because it, it, it purely exemplifies what, you, what you're just talking about. Like it's not, we don't have to live in this binary world of just fucking cold showers and like no yeah. enjoyment yeah. and just wake up and just like be a stoic like, like I don't feel things and like, you know, I just meditate for three hours and just <laughs> make money and like, I look, bro, what? That's not like a real way to live. And, you know, yeah. to each their own, there are some people who benefit from some of these things. And you know what? I'm all for like optimizing your life for whatever works for you, you know, whatever uh, benefits you can achieve, like you know yeah great you got blue light glasses i like that you know you're 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 improving your life with different yeah exactly great this is awesome you should you should be improving your life in like ways that um you know are are, are going to benefit you but don't 
push that on everybody and be like, I am doing this right and everybody else is wrong. Like that's just a flawed mentality and it does separate yeah. the people, the pretenders from, you know, the people who just tweet out platitudes all day, right? Um, so yeah, no, I love that, man. And, you know, sorry for like jumping around here. I do love the uh, talking, like I could sit and talk about this kind of stuff for hours with you, but I wanted to bring that uh, back a little bit into how you did make that, jump from the nine to five to completely working for yourself because i don't think we fully spelled that out yeah sure so um so i think where i left off on that kind of story so i, I had the nine to five right manager manager didn't like me i was acting like an idiot um and then so i i didn't have clients at the time uh and but at this point i was just kind of like okay well if i work really hard I can like probably have like a pretty high role in a company as like a digital marketing manager or something like that. That was what I was going for. Right. Right. Um, who knows how I would have gotten there without a degree, but that was me at the time. I wasn't, I don't really, I didn't really think things through very much at the time. Um, so I, I was, so then at that point, after I got my, my 1% raise that just, just huge sum of money, um, I basically started uh, just looking for new jobs. I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be dead by the time I'm making hundred K at this job. So it's not going to, work uh so i just like just started applying to jobs and like i don't know like with i mean i don't know for people who are like people who work nine to five which is which is totally fine like you know do what you do for me like when it came to like trying to find a job what worked was i just applied to like 20 positions a day right like on stuff like ZipRecruiter and linkedin and indeed like it's really easy to apply to jobs you just hit apply 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 20 times a day and eventually people are gonna start calling you if you have a good resume so i did that got a lot of calls uh, eventually found a company that was like literally like a mile down the road from where I was currently working. And they, uh, they offered me 55 K a year. And I was just like, Oh my God, $15,000 more. That is so crazy. Um, so I took that position pretty quick and I got there. Um, and it was just all old people, dude. Like <laughs> it was so boring because like the, the, the previous agency job I worked with, it was all like college kids, my age. It was like, everybody had MacBooks everybody was just like it was an open office so like no cubicles and stuff but now i was in like a legitimate like a real job where it was like cubicles everyone's kind of older everyone's sitting by the coffee machine saying hey how was your day like how was your weekend and i was <laughs> i got so sick of that dude so fast yeah. within within three months i had quit um and I'll, I'll tell you how how all that kind of went down so eventually like i just decided that like this sucks. This nine to five thing. I hate being in a cubicle. I hate telling these people about how my day was. Cause I know, I know, I already know they don't care. And I don't really want to, I don't feel like talking about that, that stuff every day. Um, and so I, I decided, I was like, okay, I guess I get my name out there. I'm really good at SEO. I can get results. So what can I do? So I was just like, all right, let me just, let me just start posting stuff on social media and see what happens. So I opened up a Twitter account and I just started like tweeting stuff, just like about SEO, just stuff that, just stuff that I knew, um, results that I'd gotten in the past. And I guess I kind of came across this fear of people who were kind of trying to do the same thing. Uh, people who were trying to like get into online business, people who were trying to get out of their nine to five job. Um, and I just kind of, kind of got roped into this, this whole community. Um, and I guess like this community at the time, I mean, it kind of still is, but it was mostly e-commerce guys, right? Like people who were trying to do drop shipping and stuff like that. So, I noticed that there wasn't like, I mean, people talk about dropshipping, people talk about email marketing, like on, on Twitter, but there's no, no one really doing too much about SEO. So I was like, oh, wow, this is like a great time for me to kind of fill a 
gap in like this market. Um, and again, I didn't go into it uh, with, with the idea of like doing anything that I've done so far. I just went into it just being like, Hey, I just want to like kind of meet some people and just interact. And I thought it'd be just cool to have like a business Twitter account to see what, see what happens. Right. Um, so I, I started doing, so I did it. I've been started tweeting stuff. My audience grew, grew, you know, first thousand followers, 2000 followers, you know, 4,000 followers started going up and up and up. Um, and then like, it just kind of got to a point where I just, I started meeting a lot of cool people. Uh, people were asking me to do SEO for them. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I, I signed my first client through Twitter. Um, that was, a, that was a mindset shift. Now this was one so again, this was when I was at that, my, my second job making 55 K a year. Um, I remember like, I'll never forget that first client that I signed, uh, because it was like $2,000 a month. And that just shattered like everything that I knew to be possible <laughs> about how the world works. Really? Like you just, when, when you get someone to pay you $2,000 or even more a month to do something, to just do some service that like, that you that you learn because you're writing a blog about Halo Three. It's just like what? <laughs> like what do you mean you're gonna pay me two thousand dollars a month to do it? Yeah. So I got I onboarded him. He got really sick results. I onboarded someone else. I onboarded another person. Um, next thing you knew, I was making like six to eight thousand dollars a month. Like yes. in, just just doing some SEO stuff, right? And then so then at that point, I was just like, okay this is possible, right? Like I can actually make money online, not working for somebody else. So that's when I decided that I would just basically quit my nine to five, but I wasn't totally secure in my process, right? There's a, there's a lot of stuff that had to be done. Like I had three clients, right? Like that wasn't that big of a deal. $6,000 a month um, for you from yourself is like pretty cool, but it, it's uh it's not like, it's not something that's totally like, you don't know if that's sustainable or not. Yeah. You're not right? on like so, solid ground. You're like, you're not solid ground, cool. right. I just, how long is this going to last? Is this a fluke? Like all the little yeah. kind of like doubt and stuff creeps in. Uh, yeah. 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 I get it. And so then what I did was I actually ended up finding like a contract position. So something that I could work from home and do. So this was basically a way for me to essentially, you know, be at home, run my business, but then do some contract work on the side as like a form of stability. So like I had this one company that just paid me like 65 K a year or something like that, just as like, as like a contractor. And I would just go in and just do work for them uh, every now and then. So I was like pretty good. I was making more money from that than like my current job. I was at home and I had time to kind of work on my business. Um, so then being at home, you know, finding something like this where clients are able pay you two to $3,000 a month to, to do their SEO and get them results. Um, I really just put myself all into that, right? I started trying to learn as much as I could about how to get clients. I kept growing my Twitter Twitter account. Um, just also focus on getting like kick-ass results for clients, right? Because like you know, the proof is kind of in the pudding when it comes yeah. to. Comes and to, and, like, and how has uh, how has like referrals played a role in that growth? Yeah, it's um it, that was the thing too. Like I remember uh, this last client that I signed actually, he. He like, so he was referred to me by this, this one guy I actually met in Cape. Uh, his name is Max, but I got on a call with him and he was just like, he was just like, yeah, like my, uh, my friend referred me to you, but like, also like I posted on Instagram about like who, 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 who I should get to do SEO. And he said that 
a bunch of people kept telling him to come to me and I don't even have an Instagram. So it's like, it's cool to see that reach kind of get out there. So it's like, I'm now getting to a point where I'm getting a lot of referrals. You know, people, people just kind of know me by name and just kind of hit me up and just be like, Hey, can you do my SEO or I get referrals? Um, it's going, you know, I, I'm happy with how it's kind of going right now. Uh, but there's still like a lot of work to do, like in terms of scaling, you know, where I'm at right now is like, is good. Like, I mean, it's way better than I thought it would get to, but you know, like you get to this point when, when you kind of start working for yourself, um, where your expectations kind of raise the bar gets higher. Right. So it's like, maybe your goal was $10,000 a month, but then eventually like once you hit that, it doesn't really mean that much anymore. And then you hit $20,000 a month and you hit that and it doesn't really mean that much anymore. Right. Like you've already kind of hit that goal. Um, and your sites are higher. Right. So it's like, I'm at that point now where I'm just trying to continue to grow it. Um, but then I'm, I, you run into this problem where when you start trying to scale a business that you want to maintain that same quality, right? Because especially with something like SEO, it's really easy to keep bringing in clients and then just like, you know, either I would do it or I hand it off to someone you know, who works for me, they would do it. Um, it's easy to get into that flow and then you, you hire more people and you just start, you know, putting clients off to other people and you just scale to the moon, right? It's easy to do that or it's not easy to do that, but it, it's easy to uh, get in the habit of just signing clients and, you know, handing them off. But when you do that, the results suffer. And that's the biggest problem with most SEO agencies is that they do that um, and results suffer and clients aren't making their money back, Right. So that's what I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that we, I avoid, you know, I'm going to scale to a point where we're bringing in a lot of clients, but we're also generating results. And it's something that I'm working on, but I'm not going to continue to keep scaling until I, I know for a fact that I can keep, you know, making these guys money. Right. right? And it's a big thing with SEO too, yeah. right? Where it's like, it's a longer term commitment to see the results that you'd want to see. It's not just like yeah. we were talking about this before the podcast a little bit. It's not just like a Facebook ad or something where we can just turn this off and it's like, yeah, that was a bust. You know, it's, it's something that you mentioned, like it takes about six months to see those results. And that's like a, that's a big commitment for a lot of people. So like that's, yeah, there, there's a lot there. And, but I do think like you have the right mindset when it comes to, Oh, uh, your growth. And, you know, right now you're sitting at like, what, like 25 K like a, a month, like, Oh, uh, we just hit 30, 30. So, Congratulations. Yeah. Man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. But you, yeah. you brought up a really like amazing point before is that like, when you hit a certain like milestone, it's mm -hmm. just like, it's just like, good. Like, okay, good. Like, let's just keep going. Like, this is, this is normal yeah. now. What's the next bar? Like, what's the next thing? And, and, that's probably been the biggest like thing for me being a part of that the group is seeing people posting their wins and their successes mm -hmm. all the time has kind of like mm -hmm. reprogrammed my brain to thinking that like oh this is normal this is so possible like it's literally right there for you to grab there's a few things you got to work out and like do and execute on to make that a reality but once you do man like it, it's very doable. I can't say that I'm at the, I'm at the same position. I'm sitting probably closer to around the 10 K mark, but like even like be, beginning of 2020 Deepak and today Deepak, like 
absolute like 180 in mindset. I I would like I used to probably yeah. wouldn't think the 10k is like like are you kidding me? Like like that's unattainable. Like that's 120k a year. Like what are you talking about? Like that's yeah. That's an, an insane amount of money if for even like someone working a career or, or a job, like that's a good income, you know, like coming from that immigrant mentality where it's just like, go get it, go get a whatever job and like, you know, you know, go get a house and some kids and, and you know, whatever car. That's, yeah. a, that's insane. But then when you enter this, I don't want to say league, but like this new, new like world, this new space. Mm-hmm. that's like i feel like one of the first stepping stones and then they're they just keep going like there's people who fucking make it like 500k a month a million a month and yeah. to them like yeah that's probably normal like their yeah. their concept of like what what a monthly in, like revenue should be is like oh man that, that's pretty whack month like we should be doing three like what yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's crazy because like, like I said, this whole, this whole thing is a paradigm shift, right? Like I, like I mentioned when, when I made the first $2,000 a month from a client, it shattered my belief <laughs> of what was possible. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like you said, us being kind of in this program, right? Kate, you see other people, what they're able to do. Um, and you see that there are levels to this shit, man. Yep. Right? Yep. <laughs> like there are levels to this. Like there's, I mean, like I, I hate, I hate talking like this because I don't mean to like shit on people in the nine to five. Like it's totally fine. Like if that's for you, I get, I get that people like the stability of businesses for, for everybody. But when you're a nine to five, like 200 K that's a, that's a lot of money, right? That's a, that's a big job. But then yeah. when you're in the business world, 200 K is just kind of like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. I guess that's an okay year. You know what I mean? Like, and then there are people that are doing 500 K right. Or a million, 2 million. Like it just keeps going higher. There are levels to it. Um, and the thing is when you get into these circles of people who, where that's the norm, their, their norm is 50 K hundred K months. It changes your perspective, right? Like it's different for you now. Now, now all of a sudden making 10 K 20 K a month is just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Right. There's, there's different, you can go much, much higher. There's just way more to it. You know, that, and I think also being, being in these circles too, it's really motivating, right? Seeing, seeing these people oh, yeah. hit this, hit, hit these marks and stuff like that. It changes your mindset a little bit. You realize that like, okay, I need to get to this level or I can right, get right. to this level. It shows you what's possible. Um, and it's, it's honestly at the bottom line, it's just good influence. You have, yeah. you have, you have around you, right? Like these people who are crushing it. So you, you, we, we talk about how you're the average of like, you know, the five, five people you hang out with most, right? So if you're around these people all the time who are just crushing it, you're going to want to get to that level and you're, you're going to put in the work to get there. And most likely it's going to happen if otherwise you're, I mean, if, if you're not getting to the, the, that level, you're not, you're just not going to stay in those circles anymore, right? Like you, you're, you, you don't belong there. Exactly. So it's, and, uh, and there's, there's two ways that could go too, right? Like you could join a group like this and just be a complete cynic and see people like posting these wins and stuff and just be like, oh, like, couldn't be me. Like, oh, you're lucky. Or you just had all the, like, you know, there's, there's some people who have that worldview. We all know those people. And like, again, I, you know, you said it, like, I don't want to shit on uh, like nine to five. I work one like I'm still working my job I haven't made that jump yet you know yeah. like 
uh, a lot of my listeners already kind of know that, but you know, it's worth mentioning that, you know, I still haven't made that jump and I know I will, it's kind of inevitable, but it's, you know, there's nothing, there's no shame in wanting to do something else, you know, but then there are, there are some people who their minds are conditioned again to just believe that, Oh, like you're just a scammer. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw on Twitter like a couple a couple weeks ago, uh, someone was selling an ebook for like I think forty seven bucks or something, and uh, you know someone commented like you're a shill or something like that. How could you sell an ebook for forty seven bucks? And I like I thought like yo forty seven like that's super cheap to be honest. Like I don't know. I, yeah, I like, like that's actually like, like whatever. Super- super underpriced for whatever's in that. I I didn't look into it at all, but I was just like, this is funny that this is a thing, but you have to remember that like people come from different environments and mindsets and how they view the world and how like money, their relationship with money and everything, it's flawed. It's not, it's not, it's not completely, it's repressed in a way. Like it's like, you've been told that there's a certain way to win in life right? Work hard, mm-hmm. you know, 40 years at your job, get that pension, retire, maybe buy a boat. And to some people, that's the fucking dream, bro. But yeah, that, that's would, the roadmap, right? <laughs> that's, that's what, that's what they were taught. They don't know any different. Yeah. Um, so it's like when people see it, when people have this, this roadmap in their mind that like, Hey, okay, you go to, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job, you get a 401k, you make like a hundred grand a year, you save all that shit up, get a house, blah, 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 whatever, right? When they see people making 50k a year, that doesn't, or 50k a month, that doesn't make sense to them. That like that- They're like, you're a scammer, you're a snake oil salesman, like what? Yeah, that's outside of the realm of possibilities. So like just by default, they have a negative attitude towards it. They don't believe it. Uh, You know, that's that's, you know, like you already said, that's where you get the, hey, you're a scammer, this is not real. You you photoshop that screenshot that's the that's my favorite when people are just like you photoshop that screenshot oh yeah 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 i'm really gonna go through the effort of photoshopping this screenshot just to prove to you that you know this this was the result it's dumb um but there's nothing you can do about it like in unfortunately that's just that's just the way the world works they're always gonna be yeah, those man. people and in fact that's gonna be the majority of the people right the majority of the people are gonna think that way yeah. um so that's why i think like if you can get out of that mindset and really kind of see the world for what it is and see the possibilities that are out there, like you're super lucky because most people don't have that luxury. Absolutely, man. And, you know, we kind of get caught up in assuming that a lot of people think our way because of our circles of influence and because of who yeah. we're surrounded by. And, and you know, it, it is very important who you are around, right? But mm-hmm. me, I'll bring it back to me because I'm the prime example. Like, I'm not just going to blindly talk shit about people because I'm that person too. Like, less than less than a fucking year ago, when I was trying to join CAPE, and like Ryan and Ben clown me for this, but this is, this is just, this is just true. Uh, and, and I'm not proud of it, but it's just, it's just a fact back in December, you know, I was really debating joining like this program and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And I waited like a couple months and I was really like going back and forth on it in my head. And I think it was something like, I don't even remember how much it costs. I think it was like 
2000 bucks or like 1500 like nothing crazy but at the yeah. time though to me i'm like that's a large sum of money like i like yeah. there's no way i'm going to spend that on a fucking course like how good can this course be i was really cynical right but i knew i wanted to make this change i you know i knew what I, where i wanted to be what i wanted to do and so when i went to join the program i remember asking them to charge me in Canadian dollars because the Canadian dollar is so shit and they were charging in US dollars. And I was just like, yo, maybe they'll cut me a break, like a little, you know, uh-huh. Canuck discount. Like, yo, and I just remember the response I got back. I don't know if it was Ryan or Ben. It was just like, uh, Deepak, you're going to have to reevaluate your decision-making criteria. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> just, just, just classic, like, you know, uh, response, right? Like, and, but it worked. I was like, fuck, what am I doing? Like, why am I like trying to save like three bills or whatever it was? Like, this yeah, because like, what, what would the conversion be? Like, well, you'd save like 50 bucks or something like that? No, no, no. It, it would have been like at least like a few hundred dollars because the US, dollar, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. but even then, dude, why Still, would I like, ask yeah. that? Like, what a fucking shitty, like, but, but that's what the frame of mind I had going into something like this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, going through the identity, like, like learning to do things like affirmations. I, I genuinely do that. You know how they say, like, spend money, like, on something big, like, every month or something like that? Mm-hmm. I fucking do that. And it's actually changed my whole relationship with money. It's, like, mm-hmm. abundant. It's literally everywhere. You can just get in the way of it anytime you want. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like this is becoming a cape ad, but all, all I'm saying is cape or not, like, people can learn how, how to change their mindset towards money and starting a business and getting out of the nine to five. And that's, I think, like, probably the best way that we should kind of end this podcast because we are, I think, like, over an hour now, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we go for a while. Right? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of, like, the big takeaway, I think, and, like, I still think that you and me are very early in our journey. Like, Oh yeah. There's still a lot to be done and I can't wait to like have you back on as like an update episode. Like, yeah, bro, just, you know, hundred K a month, like I don't know, could be doing a lot better, but like, you know, it's been a rough year. It took six months off. Like, like, which is fucking a reality. You can literally do that. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm very excited for the future. I'm glad that, you know, I've met people like yourself who motivate the hell out of me. Uh, I'm surrounded by winners. And I, I think that if someone's listening to this and they're still fucking with us for whatever reason, <laughs> they're still listening to this. It's like that should that should really be like the takeaway. It's like you can do a lot more than what you probably been told you you can. Yeah, it's uh, you're you, I mean you're only limited, your, your mind limits you, right, in the beginning. Um, I think there's, like, this, this idea that, like, uh, you're more prone to believe something if you see it, right? right? I guess seeing is believe, believing. Um, and so it's, like, if you're stuck at, you know, if you're stuck in your 9 to 5 and you're making, like, a set amount of money every month and you don't, you've never seen that you can make money where someone's paying you 5K a month or something to do something, like, it's just not going to be, like, in your your realm of understanding. Um, and that's where like, you know, people, people become kind of become penny, penny pinchers a little bit. You know, you talked about, um, you know, how like you buy like a big thing every month and it, it, it gives you kind of that abundance mindset with money. I think the reason people have trouble with that is because like at a nine to five, you get paid two times a week, right? Like I can speak from my experience. I got paid like at my 
my first job, I think I got paid like $1,200 every two weeks, something like that. So that's like, okay, I have $2,400 a month. That's it, like after taxes, right? So it's like when, when you have that budget, it limits you a lot. But then when you're in business and your, your revenue is truly like technically infinite, right? Like there's no, there's no cap to how much you can make. You become a lot, like your mindset, it, it, it comes from more abundance then. Then you're able to just say like, okay, whatever, I'll spend five grand on this and whatever, I'll just make it back, right? I'll just, I'll, I'll make it, like I went to the Super Bowl um, in February, I spent like 8K on a ticket and I made back like 2K on the plane ride. So I was just like, okay, it's no big deal, I'll just make it back. <laughs> like, because I'm not locked into that that money uh, from, from a company every month. It's not like I have to wait another month to get 2K, I could just make it back just by putting in some work, you know what yeah. I mean? No, I love that, man. That's that's uh, that's a powerful way to end this. I yeah. think uh, I, I'm definitely going to have you back on. I can't wait to continue this conversation and watch you grow. I'm going to end yeah. the podcast off with just three lightning round questions mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, okay. First question. What's your go to TV show to unwind to? Oh, man. Um this is going to be such a, just a basic answer, but it's probably like the office or, uh, or always sunny in Philadelphia. I just got Hulu okay, <laughs> actually sweet. a few weeks ago and I realized that show is on there. So I've been like, I've been so happy because they took it off of Netflix a while ago. Right. I remember I'm trying to figure out how I could watch it. I was like, Oh my God, it's all on Hulu. So I've been watching that. That's like the perfect show just to sit down and turn your brain off. off. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Um, if not SEO, what would you be doing? Um, I'd probably just be like lying in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> no, um, hey, man, I mean, what would man. I be doing? I'd probably just be like doing finance or something like that. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd be in, I'd be in some deep shit because I wouldn't have a degree. <laughs> Last uh, and final question. How do you want to be remembered? How do I want to be remembered? Um, I want I want to be remembered as someone who actually makes an impact, makes a difference. Um, there's a lot of people out there who, like you know, we we talked about so many times on this podcast, but just selling courses for the hell of it, uh, signing clients when you can't when you can't deliver. Um, I want to be someone who who who's, who's truly results driven because I've been in the SEO industry for a while and I've seen how these agencies work, um, and they, they don't care about the clients. I want to actually build something that that generates results. And, and we see that from everything you're doing, man. Your actions speak a lot yeah. louder than your words. So love it, yeah. man. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Where can people find your social media and stuff like that? So they, they can find me on Twitter at SEO Kevil. Um, and that's pretty much all the social media I have. Boom. Keep it simple, man. I love it. You do not have to be omnipresent, people. Um <laughs> And uh, yeah, thanks a lot for coming on, brother. I really appreciate it. And just remember, it's not that deep.